the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. It's Sunday morning, uh, and I just want to thank you for joining us tonight. You know, it's either for you, it's either late Saturday night or early Sunday morning, and it's time for another edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and this is a live program. We're here in studio, uh, ready to take your calls, ready to talk about uh, the Bible of our topic tonight. Ready to pray for your prayer requests. So if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. But before we do anything, uh as always we want to open the program in prayer. So would you pray with me? Would you pray for me for this next hour that the Lord would use this hour for his purpose, for his plan, for his glory, to to heal and to do amazing, amazing things. So I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. I thank you, Lord, for this time. Lord, this hour that you give us, Lord, to be on the air, praying for your people, praying with your people, answering questions and talking about your word, sharing your word, sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that we all can be saved from our sins, that we all can have eternal life, that we can spend an eternity with you in your presence, in your glory. Lord, I thank you and I praise you. Lord, use this time for your glory, for your honor. Use this time in power, Lord that you would heal your people. Use this time for your purpose. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, again, this is the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. Uh, we'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls and talking about the Bible. You can call in at one 995 5552 That's one 5552 You know, the Bible tells us, in Philippians, just how important it is to pray and to seek the Lord. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And what's going to happen? The peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. God hears your prayer, but you have to pick up that phone. And you have to ask for prayer. You know, the Bible tells us in James, is anyone among you sick? Call for the elders. Call. Call somebody. Call somebody and say, let's pray. I need to pray. I have this request. I have this need. So if you have a need, 
if you know somebody who has a need, let's stand in the gap tonight. Stand in that place of prayer. Stand in that place and ask and seek God's blessing for yourself, for your family, for your loved ones, for your friends, relatives. Whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever is, is going on, whatever situation you're in, whatever circumstance, there is no situation or circumstance that God cannot overcome. But it takes you asking. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer, and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god god knows your needs god knows what you're going through but he wants you to pray he wants you to ask he wants you to seek he wants you to knock on that door so he could open the door so he could open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing to you would you do that tonight would you call on the lord tonight call on him we're here to pray with you to pray for you the number is 1888 Nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for your prayer requests. Call in tonight and ask for prayer. Let's pray together. Let's seek the Lord together. Also, if you have a Bible question, something you want to ask about Scripture, something you want to ask about doctrine, about theology, about the cults, the occult, whatever is on your mind tonight. I'd love to have the opportunity to share with you the Word of God. Let's look for the answer to your question in the Word of God. So the Bible is our all-sufficient authority for, for living the Christian life. Would you call tonight and ask your question? If you have a question, you can call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. A couple of, uh, of quick uh, Announcements, as always, I want to remind you that we get together every Friday night for prayer and worship in Arcadia. So if you're looking for some place to, to come and just be before the Lord, seek the Lord, be in his presence for worship, for prayer, we'd love to have you come out and join us for a prayer meeting uh, every Friday night at 8 p.m., 8 o'clock on Friday nights. It's at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Every Friday night at 8 p.m., we get together for prayer, for worship. We seek the Lord in his word. So come out and join us for prayer and worship. Come out and join us to just get in God's presence and seek him. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's really easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway to Santa Anita Avenue. Exit on Santa Anita. Go north one block to Foothill Boulevard. Make a right. Go one more block to First Avenue, and you'll make another right, and you'll see the church on the right-hand side at the corner of Forest and First at 805 North First Avenue. That's 8 p.m. on Friday night. And then church service is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. So if you're looking for a church uh, for a Sunday morning worship at 10 a.m., uh, come out to the Hills Church at 805 North First Avenue. Also, you can listen to this program anytime you want, on podcasts. So if you'd like to uh, catch up, if you've missed a program or two, we've got 50 programs archived on the KKLA webpage. So go to kkla.com and then look for the podcast page. You'll see it. And then just scroll down and you'll see the Gypsy Christian Hour. You also, you'll also see other programs like uh, Core Church and Harvest, uh, Greg Laurie, John MacArthur, uh, the Frank Sontag Show. There's a lot of great shows that you can listen to, catch up on, uh, on podcasts at the kkla.com website. Uh, if you uh, want, you can also download the free KKLA app. There's a free KKLA app at your web store, at your Google Play or uh, iTunes store. 
so download the KKLA app, and then you can listen to all the programs here at KKLA on your on your smartphone, on your uh, iPad. So do that. Do that as soon as you can. Download the KKLA uh, free app, and then you can listen to all the programs. So with, it, with, with all that said and done, uh, we want to remind you that this is a live program, and we'll be here for the next hour. So get your calls in. The number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. Before I go to the callers, I had a email earlier today uh, from someone. I don't know if it was a man or a woman. Uh, first name is Pat, and uh, they said I listen to your show when I can. Last Saturday, I suffered from heat stroke. I have been dealing with really bad fatigue since then. Please pray for healing and a complete recovery. So, would you join me and let's pray for Pat? We also want to pray for Minnie Mitchell. Uh, for healing from cancer. Uh, we also want to pray for Eric, that the doctors would find out what's going on with him and that uh, he would be healed. Uh, we want to pray for Ricky Ricky, who's been in the hospital in Miami. And also there's a, a couple of women in Florida. One is, name is, is Amanda, and she has a bad thyroid problem, uh, and she wants to quit smoking. And also there's a woman with uh, either a brain tumor or brain cancer. We don't know her name, but we want to lift these up in prayer. So, Father, we just come before you, and we bring our petitions before you. We stand in the gap, Lord. We stand in the gap, Lord, for many, for Eric, for Pat, for Amanda, and for the other woman in, 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 in Florida, Lord. And we just ask your healing. We pray, Lord, that your glory that your power, that your strength would be seen in their lives, Lord, in their healings, Father. Healing from cancer, Lord. Healing from brain tumor, Lord. Healing from stomach problems, Lord. Whatever's going on, Father, I just pray, Lord. Healing from heat stroke. I just pray, Lord, your grace, your mercy, your power upon them, Lord. As we pray, Lord, that they would feel an overwhelming power of your Holy Spirit upon their bodies, upon their lives, Lord, and that you would heal. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if you'd like prayer tonight, or you'd like to ask a question, you can call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We've got some calls already. So David, Vicky, Anthony, we're gonna to get to your calls right now. Our first caller, we're gonna to talk to David. Hi, David. This this is Sam. Uh, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help I, you tonight? My, my prayer request is that the, that a, a new uh, Christian bookstore would open here in Pasadena. To replace the one that closed down a couple of years ago, I remember Lighthouse Christian Bookstore. Lighthouse it was really a great. The, it was a wonderful bookstore right on Lake bookstore. Avenue. Yeah, I yeah. did a lot of shopping there. Yeah, and there was another one. <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> in Alhambra. Uh, I remember the, the owner's name was George, uh-huh. and uh, we had a really good relationship. But a lot of Christian bookstores are closing down. Because uh, because of the internet, because it's so easy to get books okay, on, get on the I web, but uh, I used to like to go and just browse and look around. And... Yeah, I did too. So let's pray, Father. I pray with David, and I stand with David, Lord, that you would bless us, the Christian community, Father, with more Christian bookstores, outlets, Lord, for your Word, outlets for 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 good doctrine, for good teaching, Lord, a place. Of, of meeting together, Lord, where we can go and just see the books that are available, Lord, the music that's available, all the things that are available in the Christian community. I pray for a blessing, Lord, that yes, there would Lord be a, that there is a need, Lord. I pray that you would supply for that need according to your riches and glory, Father, that you would inspire and bless 
uh, 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 Christian bookstores. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, thank amen. you so much, Sam. God bless you, David. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to another call, and let's talk to Vicki. Yes. Hi, Vicki. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Yes, I just had a quick question about something that if if you're going to a church and they're telling people that you can lose your salvation, uh-huh. um, but there's actually authentic, can there be authentic healings and things and finances and miracles and things like that because they're exercising faith in you know, some some of what the mm-hmm. Bible, you know, there's in trusting in God in your finances, in your body, and, you know, people have testimonies of healing right. and things like that, but they're wrong about that one thing, about mm-hmm. telling people they can lose their salvation. Well, I remember there was this Christian um, evangelist on television, uh-huh. and there would be healings in his, uh, in his services, uh-huh. and uh, he had a false doctrine. A very false doctrine. Uh-huh. He was uh, uh, he believed in the faith prosperity uh, teaching and doctrine. Uh-huh. And people would ask me, "Sorry, how can you preach against this doctrine, against this teaching, against this p- uh, preacher?" And we see healings in in his services. We see uh, testimonies how people are being healed. And I said, "You know something? God can still heal, uh, and He does heal." Not because of the man or the teaching, but in spite of the man or the teaching, oh. God can still heal. And you got to remember something: the people that are coming together and asking and seeking the Lord and worshiping the Lord, their hearts are for the Lord and they're seeking God. And yeah. God will honor the the desire of your heart. You know, uh, Psalm what is it, thirty seven or thirty four says that God will give you the desire of your heart. And these people are coming, the congregation is coming, and they're seeking the Lord with all their heart. God is going to honor that. Yes. And there will be, there, there can be healings, and there can be blessings, and there can be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, not because of the man behind the pulpit, but in spite of the man behind the pulpit. Oh, wow. Okay. You know? But but here's the thing. We need to be like the Bereans. We yes. need to take everything that the preacher says, and we need to look at it, we need to test it. We need to test it not against our own opinion or what we feel, but we test it according to the Word of God. Is what the preacher is saying, is what he's teaching, is what I'm teaching the Word of God? You know, And we know that you cannot lose your salvation. Can right. a person can a, a, a person become apostate and turn away from their salvation? Can a person uh, give up their salvation? I believe that man's free will, God honors man, and if a person chooses to walk away from Christ, they can walk away from Christ, and I think the Bible teaches that. But I don't believe you can lose your salvation like you lose your keys or your wallet. You know, if you lose something, you don't know that you lost it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So salvation cannot be lost in this in that sense that you know one day you have it and the next day you don't have it. You're either saved or you're not saved. You're either born again or you're not born again. Right. And those who are born again, they have the security to know that they are in the will of God and that they we are saved as Christians. You know, I was just reading in uh, in Romans uh the 10th chapter that if you confess uh, with your mouth and believe with your heart that Jesus was raised from the dead and that he is the Son of God, you will be saved. You are saved. You can be secure in your salvation. But we need to be those who persevere. We need to be those who, you know, who who who, who last till the end. We we, we, we finish the, 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 the race. We finish the fight. Right. You know, you can't, you can start a race and not finish it. Mm-hmm. 
and only the ones who finished the race gained the prize. So does that make sense? Yes, total sense. Thank you so much. You cleared up a lot for me, Sammy. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for your call, Vicky. God uh-huh. bless. Bye. Let's go to our next caller and talk to... Let's talk to Anthony. Hi, Anthony. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey, Pastor. How you doing, Anthony? Okay. okay. Anthony, you need to shut off your radio and listen to me uh, through the... Uh, through the are you there? Is Anthony yeah. there? Okay, Anthony, you, you had a question or a prayer request? Uh, yes, uh, since 1991, it seems like uh, every time I had like a financial blessing or something mm-hmm. that God was told upon me to kind of pick myself up out of ruins and go forth and invest something to go positive with, there was always somebody around me, uh, seen or unseen, that always tried to steal a blessing. Mm-hmm. And you know, just sabotage everything and just leave me destitute. It's been happening since 1991, and currently I'm dealing with a guy in the church mm-hmm. I've been battling with for like 24, 25 months now. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't want me to get the money, the promotions, because some places, places, church get blessings, you know, just to help people off their feet and get them going in the right direction. Sure. You know? And uh, every time I go, it seems like every time some blessing or a milestone in my life where God's going to pick me up with something, somebody always steals the harvest or tries to sabotage it. And I never get it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's a scripture that tells us that uh, I think it was David who was, or was it, or was it? Uh, I'm trying to remember Daniel. <coughs> excuse me, who was praying? And there is, uh, there, there were uh, demons or evil spirits who were trying to keep Michael, the archangel, from from coming down and speaking. <coughs> excuse me, speaking to David. Or giving David the answer to his prayer, you know. So there are powers and principalities that are at work trying to sabotage the blessings of God. But greater is He who is in me than He who is in the world. You know, no one can steal your blessings. If God is going to bless you, He's going to bless you. But you know, there are times when we are tested. There are times when we will have trials. There are times when we will have persecutions. You know, I myself have gone through seasons of financial blessings and seasons of financial destitution. You know, last year, uh, someone broke into my house and they, 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 they robbed us. They, they stole our life savings. And it was, and it, it was then and it has been since then a, a terrible blow, a, a, a devastating blow. But if God allowed it, then he allowed it for a reason. And if God is allowing you to be tested, he's allowing you to be tested for a reason, that you would be able to overcome and that you would be able to get beyond uh, people and, and, and spiritual forces that are trying to sabotage you, uh, Anthony. The Lord has a blessing for you. He knows his plans for you. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says that uh, he knows his plans for you and his plans are for your welfare and to give you a hope and not to, to bring calamity into your life, not to bring disaster into your life, but to give you a hope for the future. And our hope is, is not in our finances. Our hope is in yeah. the Lord. Because if you have the Lord, you have everything you need. You know, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. No matter how bad things get, he will always get you through each and every situation. Amen. Thank you, Pastor, for that well, revelation and let, well, word. Well, let's, and, uh, let's pray right now. And thank, and, uh, well, thank you for your quality time. And, uh, well, listen, before, work, before you go, let's pray. Let's pray. We want to stand in okay. that gap. Father, okay. I thank you for Anthony, and I thank you for his faithfulness. 
And I thank you, Lord, for his seeking out, Lord, your blessing and seeking out, Lord, what your purpose and what your plan is for his life. So I would pray, Lord, a financial blessing upon him, Lord. I would pray, Lord, first of all, that his spiritual life would be full. Lord, that his knowledge and his relationship with you would grow every day, Lord, that he would get closer and closer to you, Lord, that as he gets closer to you, the finances, Lord, don't, don't, don't seem as, as, as bad, Lord, because you're able to bless him in ways, Lord, that finances cannot bless. Money cannot bless us, Lord. Only you can bless us. So I pray that his spiritual growth would be daily, and I pray that his health would be continuously, Lord, blessed, that he would grow in the grace and the knowledge of who you are, that he would prosper and be in health as his soul prospers but lord we also have a need for finances lord we want to put bread on the table and pay our bills and and be responsible in this community in this world lord so i just pray lord your blessing upon upon anthony i pray lord that you pour out a blessing that he cannot keep but that he would share that he would have an abundance lord to share with others so i just pray lord in jesus name your blessing upon him amen Thank you, Pastor, and I'll continue being faithful to God and the gospel. Amen. God bless you, my friend. All right. Amen. If you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a a prayer request, if you have a Bible question, you can call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on air calls. If you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, about the Bible, about uh, doctrine, theology, whatever is on your mind tonight, let's answer your question with the Word of God. Also, your prayer requests are so important. We want to pray for what's going on in your life, in your family's life. And you know, our last caller had a financial uh, question. We prayed for his finances. And I'm wondering if, if you would consider, as you pray for this program, as you pray for me and my family, uh, and what we go through, I was wondering if you would consider praying about helping us financially to stay on the radio. You know, <clears throat> this is a listener-supported program, and we we covet your prayers, and also we'd like your help to stay on the air. So <clears throat> if you have something you'd like to share with us as a financial donation, you can uh, send it in to the Gypsy, make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. And you can send it in to P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. And that's 91109. So again, you can send your check or money order made out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. And every dollar that you send, whatever you send, big or small, that goes directly to keeping this program on the air. It goes directly for the bills here at KKLA. So if you can share something with us, we'd greatly appreciate your help. You can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour and send it to P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, and the zip code is 91109. If you didn't get that, Roly will give it to you again before we go off the air. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Mark. Hi, Mark. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sammy. Uh, I just want to give you a a testimony of... um what your prayers has uh, done in my life for my sister. Uh, back in October, <clears throat> she was hop- hospitalized and it was in a coma and um, pretty bad shape. And she needed uh, her second uh, val- heart valve replaced. But she had a lot of to go through, a lot of um, mm-hmm. uh, medications and curing 
her body that was failing. So anyway, uh, your prayers worked with that. She uh, got home for Christmas after the operation, but she um, unfortunately they told her that she had colon cancer. Oh wow! So uh, she's been going through chemo, and we were asking you for some prayers for that too. Friday she called me and she said that she had a colonoscopy, and the doctor said he didn't see any more cancer. Oh, praise the Lord! Yes, uh, but she's going to go in a. A uh, few weeks, I'm going to have another body scan to make sure that it didn't spread anyplace. Wow, that's... If you could do, uh, give another prayer for my sister Alicia, I'd greatly appreciate it. Well, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for Alicia, and we thank you for the testimony, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you saved her from her heart problem, from the coma, Lord. And we pray, Father, that this other thing, this colon cancer, Lord, that you would just speak to it and curse it and get rid of it. Lord, we pray for healing. We pray for healing from colon cancer. We pray for healing, Lord, and strength and power through the chemotherapy and through the scans and whatever whatever she needs to go through, Lord. We pray that she goes through it, Lord, in your power and in your strength for your glory, Lord, that you would receive honor and glory through her healing. Lord, that you would receive the praise, that you would receive, Lord, all of the thanksgiving, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your healing. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for the praise report. That's awesome. Thank you, Sammy. God bless. Let's go to our next caller. And if you want to call in tonight, the number is 1-888-995-5552 for your prayer requests, for your calls, your topics, your Bible questions, whatever's uh, on your mind tonight. Call in. The number is 1-888-995-5552. 5552. Our next caller is Raul. Hi, Raul. How you doing? Doing well. How are you doing, my friend? All right, Pastor. Just uh, right here at work, working the night shift. And I was just calling to, um, you know, just for a prayer request on finances, um, kind of struggling uh, on a month basis. Uh, we try- seem to get ahead, but uh, we always always find ourselves have to repair do a repair on mm-hmm. one of our vehicles or something at home you know and a lot of times you know like we just never get over that right that uh that mountain or that hump that we're trying to get over and there are so many mountains there are so many mountains to climb when it comes to finances Raul, yes. and i'm right there with you my friend so father we just we thank you lord for your word we thank you for your promises i've never yes. seen the righteous forsaken I've never seen their seed begging for bread. No matter how many mountains we need to go over and how many mountains we climb, Lord, we know that you will support us. We know that you'll sustain us. We know that you'll give us victory, Lord, over our finances, over difficulties, Lord. I pray, Lord, month to month, those of us, Lord, who who live month to month, Lord, who depend on your blessing and depend on your uh, your your provision, Lord. We come to you, Lord, Raul and I, and all the other listeners tonight, Lord, who are struggling with finances. Yes. I just pray, Lord, for an outpouring of your spirit, an outpouring of your blessing, Lord, an outpouring of prosperity, Lord, upon your people, Lord, that we, your people, Lord, would have so much, Lord, that we would share it with others, Lord, that, yes, we, yes. that, that, that we, the Christian church, the body of Christ, would be generous, Lord, with what you give us, Lord, and that we would share, Lord, out of the yes. abundance, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you shall supply for all 
all of our needs according to your riches and your glory in Christ Jesus. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor. Good. Where is your church located, Pastor? We are in Arcadia, California, uh, 805 okay. North First Avenue, right off the All 210 right. Freeway. Okay. We're Amen. at uh, we're on Friday nights at eight, and also uh, Sunday mornings at ten o'clock, ten a.m. Alrighty. Thank All right, you. my friend. Thank you. God bless. God bless. I'm back. If you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. It's uh, 28 minutes into the program. We're almost halfway through the program. So if you want to get your calls in, uh, call in now before we go to our message. The number is 1-888-995-5552. Let's talk to Amaka. Hi, Amaka. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Yeah. Hi, Pastor. Good evening. Okay, Amaka, you need to listen. Yes, listen. You can listen through the phone. Don't listen on the radio. Turn off your radio. There's a 10-second oh, yeah. delay. My, yeah, my, my radio is not even on. Okay. So um, I, have, yeah, I have a question, you know, like growing, growing up, my dad was really uh, bad to my mom. Like he was really treating her really bad. Uh-huh. So uh, then I used to say to my mom. Uh, you used, used to say to yourself what? I don't want to get married. I just want to have kids, you know. Uh-huh. So, but now, with you know, then growing up, like when I was a teenager, you know, I started having a change of mind about it. Right. And then I wanted to be married. I wanted kids and everything. But mm-hmm. it just seemed like what I said when I was young is like backfiring at me or something because I keep going in and out of relationship and no one is working and then but I have a daughter now uh-huh. you know but I don't have never had any relationship that that have I have kind of maybe say I enjoyed or you know it's always something always right. you know so I don't know if it was what I said I I, I still can't place it right now but I keep praying yeah. And asking God to please have mercy on me, you know, but it just seemed like that part of my prayer is not being answered. So I don't, I don't know what else to do. Well, a lot of times, you know, the, the, the way we're brought up and uh, the things of our childhood carry on, carry over into our adult relationships and uh, 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 carry into, uh, as we grow up, it carries into our adult life. But nothing you said Nothing you did is greater than the power of God to correct and to maintain and to guide your life for today, Amaka. You know, there's nothing you said that's going to keep God from bringing you into a relationship that he wants you to have. You know, nothing, none of the mistakes you made before you were a Christian is going to sabotage your life with Jesus Christ. He loves you and he wants the best for you. And if it's your desire to find someone, the Lord will bring that person into your life according to his time, according to his uh, plan for your life. So I just want to pray for you right now that the Lord would do that. So, Father, we come before you. And, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would cleanse Amaka's conscience of anything she said or did, Lord, because it's under the blood of Christ. As we come to you, Lord, and when we repent from our sins, Lord, you cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You cleanse us from all past mistakes, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that Amaka 
would know that she's forgiven and that she's cleansed in the blood of Christ. And Lord, I just pray for her life right now that she would grow in in her relationship with you, Lord, and that you would bring a relationship into her life, Father, that you would bring someone into her life, Lord, that would fulfill her life, that would that, that she could spend the rest of her life with, Lord, and have a true relationship in marriage, and if it's your if it's your will, Lord, for more children, whatever is your will for her life, Lord. That's what we pray. We pray, Lord, that you would lead her, guide her, Father, that your Holy Spirit, Lord, would make her sensitive to your will and to your perfect plan for her. And we pray all of this according to your will, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor. God Thank bless you. you. So God bless you. Good night, Amaka. Um, are are we going to take line five? Is that being held? Is it just for listening, or can we take line five? Okay, let's talk to Jeremiah. Hey, Jeremiah, you're on the air. Hey, Sammy, how you doing tonight? Doing, doing okay, Jeremiah. How can we pray for you tonight? Yes, hi. Yes, I need to. I need you guys to pray for me because I uh, found an apartment. It's in uh, Hollywood. But it's not ready yet. It's going to be ready next month. Again, well, praise the Lord. But, you know, I didn't uh, put the application yet, and I told her my situation, and she said maybe she could work with me and talk to her uh, boss, you know what I mean? And uh-huh. if you guys could pray for me to get it. Well, let's and, pray. You know, I want you to pray against the moving, too, to come against the moving. Well, let's and, pray, right? Uh, and if you guys could pray for my friend Arthur, too, because he needs a place, too. Okay. Well, Father, let's just, we just thank you, Lord, because you're answering the prayer that we've been praying for Jeremiah, that he would find a place, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would provide all the things that are necessary, that are needed for Jeremiah and his mom to move in to this new apartment, Lord, in Hollywood. Lord, that, she, that he, they would find favor, that uh, they wouldn't need an application or credit, Lord, but that this lady would would give them the apartment, Lord, and that they would be able to to pay the rent and and pay the bills, Lord, that you would provide for all of their needs, Lord, according to your riches and glory. Lord, I pray for the move-in, Lord, that they would be able to move in easily, Lord, and that nothing would be able to stop them from doing your will and accomplishing your will in their life. We pray for Arthur, Lord, as he needs a place. We pray for his blessing, Lord. We pray, Lord, that he, Lord, that, that you would Cause your will to be accomplished in Arthur's life, Lord. And we pray all of this according to your will in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, Sammy, if you could pray for one more thing. For God to come against the moving, I don't want to move no more and go house to house. I don't want to do that no more. I don't want to move no more. Oh, Lord, I just pray, Father, that uh, this would be the place where Jeremiah could thrive, Lord, that he wouldn't have to move anymore, but that this would be a place, Lord, that would be permanent, Lord, that you would just ordain this place, Lord, this house, this apartment, Lord, and that you would seal it, Lord, according to your will and your purpose for Jeremiah in his life, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. God, How you been, Sam? Doing okay, Jeremiah. Doing okay. So, any plans for 4th of July? Uh, no plans yet. We're, we're just seeing how the Lord leads. Okay. Oh, I wanted, hey, I wanted to ask you something. Is that true Ronnie's going to open a church again? I have no idea. Haven't heard it. Haven't heard that yet. You haven't heard that I, one? I yet? haven't heard that, that rumor, no. Okay. okay God bless, God bless Jeremiah. Bye. Uh, let's, we've got time for a couple of more calls. Let's talk to Jeffrey. Hi, Jeffrey. 
You're on the air. This is the Gypsy Christian Hour. Who's having? This is Jeffrey Bowie. How you doing? Doing okay, man. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I just happened to. I'm working graveyard. I just happened to, to uh, turn you guys on, and uh, you're talking about prayer. And um, I like to pray that the Lord will bless me with a better paying job, and to pray for all the pray pray warriors like yourself and others who are praying for others. Well, and um, I pray for a wife. Okay. <laughs> I'm sixty-one. I'm sixty-one. I'm not married. I don't have any kids. <laughs> Well, Father, I thank you, Lord, for Jeffrey, and I thank you, Lord, for his prayerful attitude, Lord, and his desire to seek you and your will. Lord, I I pray, Lord, that you would bring uh, uh, someone into his life, Lord, Lord, a, 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 a Christian wife, a godly yeah. wife. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you would bring them together and that they would serve you together, Lord, and that your glory would shine upon them, Father, Lord, that you would bring him into a relationship. As he has a relationship with you, Lord, that he would have a relationship with a godly woman, Lord, and that you would just bless them totally and completely. Lord, we're always praying for something better because you always have something better in store. And Lord, I just pray for Jeffrey, Lord, that you would uh, appoint a job for him, Lord, a better paying job, a job where he could thrive, a job, Lord, where he could be successful at, Lord, and that your glory would shine upon him, Lord, and that, that, that you would do all that you desire to do in his life. We pray for your will, Lord, to be accomplished and done, seen and experienced in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks a lot, man. I, hey. I know you guys come on at this time right yeah every saturday night sunday mo- every sunday morning 12 12 a.m okay, we're here I'll, I'll be listening to you. <laughs> all right man god bless god bless thank you so much uh we got time for one more caller let's talk to leslie hey leslie you're on the air with sam and uh everybody here at kkla on the bible at the gypsy christian hour so what's going on hello um i'm just um just got out of jail uh-huh. And um, I just converted myself to back to the Lord. Okay. And ever since I got out, I've been tested. I've been feeling anxiety, restlessness. Uh-huh. I've been having nightmares. I've been fighting um, my family. I've been just fighting temptation and even my own thoughts, even my own heart, what it still has inside. And Mm-hmm. I've just been, I'm trying to change in the night and advance, and I'm just really calling to um, ask for prayer for perseverance and prayer for rebuking some of these demons that I feel I've collected in years, and I just am um, praying for, like, strength and for the touch of God in my life and in my presence, in my family, um, in my enemies lives too i'm just mm-hmm. really praying for the holy spirit amen well father we come before you lord and we thank you lord for setting leslie free from jail from incarceration but lord i thank you even more lord that she's come back to you and she's rededicated her life because you freed her lord from the incarceration of sin Lord, from what the devil wanted to bring into her life, Lord. Lord, you freed her, Father, from the addiction to sin and from, Lord, everything that she was doing that was taking her far away from you. But now, Lord, she's come close to you. 
she's come back to you like the prodigal, Lord, that, that, that she was and that she's no longer, Lord. She's not wasting her time. She's not wasting her life. She's come back to you and rededicated her life to you and desiring to follow you and walk with you, Lord. But the enemy doesn't like that, Lord. The enemy has lost another soul, and he's trying to persecute her. But, Lord, you said that in this world we would have trials and we would have persecutions, but to take courage, to have heart, because you have overcome the world. So I pray, Lord, that you would overcome every adversary, every evil intent, Lord, that the enemy might have for her, Lord. I pray, Lord, that by the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, you would overcome each and every trial and persecution. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would fill her, Lord, with your power, Lord, that you would fill her with, with the Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would Give her the armor of God that she would put on the full armor of God, Lord, from head to toe, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the the the, the belt of the truth, the, uh, the, the 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 shoes of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the shield of faith, and the sword of your word, Lord, that she would carry it every day, that she would put on the armor of God every day, Lord, to 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 withstand whatever the enemy might throw at her, Lord, because the enemy will throw things at us, Lord, but we can overcome. We have victory, Lord. We go from from glory to glory, Lord, through your grace and through your mercy. So I just pray for Leslie, Lord, that you would empower her, Lord, to, to walk the walk of Christian faith, Lord, that she would go further and further, Lord, into her relationship with you, and that as she draws closer to you, that her strength and power would increase, Lord, Lord, that she wouldn't have to battle the enemy because you have already defeated the enemy in her life. I pray for your will and your purpose in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Leslie. God bless you. And you keep walking with the Lord. Don't let anything stop you, okay? Thank you so much. Amen. Thank God bless. Well, praise the Lord. It's uh, 1241, and uh, we want to get to our message for tonight. You know, the, the title tonight is Unforgivable. Unforgivable Sin. And, you know, one of the, the most misunderstood verses in Scripture is Matthew 12, where, where, where Jesus talks about the unforgivable sin. And it says in Matthew twelve thirty one, Therefore I say to you, any sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven people, but blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, blasphemy against the Spirit shall not be forgiven. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. You know, but it's interesting that Jesus said, any sin will be forgiven. All sin can be forgiven. There is no sin that cannot be forgiven, Jesus says. Any sin shall be forgiven. All sin can be forgiven, except the sin of blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. So what does it mean, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? What is this sin that is unforgivable? Because Jesus said, all sin, all manner of sin, no matter what you've done, it can be forgiven, except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. It shall not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. What does it mean? How does someone commit the unforgivable sin. How about this? Can a Christian commit blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? These are all questions, you know, that, that that have been asked. I've been asked this question many times on the radio program. 
And these questions deserve an answer. They need an answer because a lot of people misunderstand the Scripture. A lot of people get so scared from the Scripture, and they'll call and say, Sammy, I, did, I, I said this or I did this. Is this blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? Am I going to hell? Have I committed the unforgivable sin? You know, but you know, in order to understand this Scripture, we need to see what was going on when Jesus said these words. Why did he speak these words? What was he saying? You know, one of the first laws of, of, of hermeneutics is context. You know, you have to, in order to properly interpret Scripture, you need to see Scripture in its context. And we need to see what was going on. And to get a better understanding, let's go to Matthew twelve twenty two. It says, A demon-possessed man who was blind and mute was brought to Jesus, and he healed him, so that the mute man spoke and he saw. All the crowds were amazed. I want you to remember, all the crowds were amazed and were saying, This man cannot be the son of David, can he? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, This man casts out demons only by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. So a demon-possessed man is brought to Jesus. Jesus heals him, and the crowds are amazed, and they're saying, is the, 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 he can't be the son of David, can he? They're talking about the Messiah, because they said the Messiah would be a son of David. He would come in the line of David. Is this the Messiah? They're saying, is this man the Messiah? Is he the son of David? But the Pharisees, seeing this, they said, this man casts out demons by the power of demons. And go to the 25th verse says this, and knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, the Pharisees, any kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and any city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? If I, by Beelzebul, cast out demons, by whom do your sons cast them out? He's turning this on now, he's turning this on the, the, the Pharisees. For this reason, they will be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can anyone enter the strong man's house and carry off his property unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house? Jesus is showing them the fallacy, the folly of what they're saying. He's saying, if I'm casting out demons by the power of demons, then then this this kingdom of demons will fall. How can it? Uh, how can I cast out a, a, a demon being empowered by demons? It doesn't work. The logic just doesn't work. That kingdom will never succeed. That power will never last. He says it can't be done because if you divide a kingdom by itself, that kingdom falls. That kingdom will not stand. But he's saying, but if I do this by the power of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you, and you're rejecting the kingdom of God. Jesus was casting out demons, and he was healing the people. He was doing a mighty work, an awesome work, a powerful work. The Pharisees see this. They see what he's doing, and they see how the crowds were, 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 being, were amazed. And remember I told you, remember, it said the crowds were amazed. All the crowds were amazed. And they were questioning, can this be the son of David? So the crowds were amazed. And the Pharisees saw that the crowds were amazed and that they were believing 
that they were believing in Jesus. They were seeing the works of Jesus, and they were amazed at his power, his godly power. The Pharisees said that Jesus was doing this by the power of Satan. Why were they doing this? Why were they saying this? To discredit him, to align him with Satan, and to scare the people. See, the people were amazed. They were in wonder. They were in awe of what Jesus was able to do, how he was able to heal every sickness, how he was able to heal every disease, how he gave sight to the blind. He opened up ears to hear. He opened up mouths to speak. Mouths that never they couldn't speak. You know, he did what no one else was able to do. He raised the dead. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He raised Jairus' daughter. He did amazing and awesome things, awesome works. And the people were responding, and the Pharisees couldn't stand it. The Pharisees didn't want the people to believe in Jesus. They tried to discredit him. And they wanted to scare the people. They were trying to turn the people away from Christ. They were trying to turn the people away from God. But you know something? They knew the truth. They knew that Jesus was sent by God. And you ask, how do we know this? How do we know that the Pharisees knew? You can't read their minds. How do you know that the Pharisees knew Jesus was sent by God. Well, we have it right out of the mouth of a Pharisee. It says in John, the third chapter, that there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, and he was a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, now listen listen closely, don't miss this. He said, Rabbi, we know that you have come from God as a teacher. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Now remember, at the beginning of this verse, it says, this man was a man of the Pharisees. His name was Nicodemus, and he was a ruler of the Jews. And what did he say? He said, we know. He knew, and the other Pharisees knew that Jesus was sent by God. You know, these men who said that Jesus was a devil, they cannot plead ignorance. They couldn't, they can't say, we didn't know, we didn't understand. There were a lot of people that said they were the Messiah. There were others who came before Jesus who said they were the Messiah. And we didn't, the way, we didn't know that they were the Messiah. We didn't know Jesus was the Messiah. How we couldn't tell then, we couldn't tell now. No, they, could, they can't plead ignorance. They can't say they didn't know because we have it from the, from the Pharisee himself. We know. He didn't say, I know that you are sent by God. He said, we know. As a Pharisee, he said, we know that you have come from God as a teacher. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with them. These men who said that Jesus was a devil cannot plead ignorance. They knew who Jesus was, and they denied him. They denied his deity. So the unforgivable sin cannot be committed in ignorance. You can't do it and didn't know you did it. You can't 
blaspheme the Holy Spirit. You can't commit the unforgivable sin in ignorance. You can't. You have to know what you're doing. It has to be has to be a conscious decision. It has a has to you have to do it knowing that you're doing this. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were saying. They knew that they were lying and saying that Jesus was a devil and he was doing the the the, the, the works of the devil, that he was healing by the power of Satan. They knew that it was a lie. They knew he was from God. In fact, they did everything they could to even stop his ministry. They tried to stop Jesus from his ministry. They tried to to, to stop him from, from going around teaching and healing. How many times they tried to kill him? And eventually, they did have him put to death. You know, it wasn't the Romans who sentenced Jesus to death. It was the Jews, the Pharisees, the rulers, the religious teachers. It was the Pharisees who put him, who, who arrested him and put him to death on the cross. Even though the Romans uh, uh, had the cross and they, they nailed the nails in his hands and his feet, it was the Pharisees who demanded his execution. You would think that that would be unforgivable. You would think that the very fact that they had him killed would be unforgivable. But you know, if the Pharisees had repented, they too could have been saved. They still could have been saved. You know, why do you say that? Because of the example of Paul. Paul was a Pharisee of Pharisees. He was part of the Sanhedrin. He was brought up in all the law and the teaching of the prophets. And even though he had Stephen killed. He murdered Stephen. Even though he persecuted the church, even though he put Christians in jail, when he met Jesus on the road to Damascus, he repented. He gave his life to Christ. You know, even after all of what, what Paul had committed, all the terrible things Paul had done, when he repented and he gave his life to Christ, you know what happened? He was forgiven. And not only was he forgiven, he was called to be an apostle, an evangelist, a church planter, and he even wrote more than two-thirds of the New Testament. You know, Paul is the writer of Romans and First and Second Corinthians and Ephesians and Colossians and so many more of the epistles. And we get so much of our Christian doctrine from Paul, a murderer, a persecutor of the church, someone who put Christians in jail. So no matter how bad of a sinner you might be, when you repent and turn to Jesus, he will forgive you and cleanse you of all sin. And all means all. In the Greek, in the Hebrew, whatever you want, all means all. All sin is forgiven. You know, Paul was a murderer. David was not only a murderer, he was also an adulterer. Peter denied Christ three times. And, you know, the list goes on and on of sinners in the Bible who repented and were saved. What I'm saying is there is no sin that you can commit that is greater than God's grace and forgiveness. All manner of sin can be forgiven. You know, Psalm 51 says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, 
you will not despise. He will not turn away a repentant heart. In Matthew it says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Romans 1 says, there is now, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And Ephesians says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not as a result of works that no one should boast. So God does not turn away anyone who repents. God does not turn away anyone who asks for forgiveness. The Pharisees didn't ask for forgiveness, and they didn't repent. The Pharisees not only refused to repent, they rejected the forgiveness that God had provided through Jesus, the Son of God. So the unforgivable sin, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, isn't committed, it's decided. You know, it's not something you commit. It's not a sin you commit. It's something you decide. It's a decision someone makes. When or if you know that Jesus is the Son of God, if you know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, when you know all of this and you still refuse to receive him as Lord and Savior, that is unforgivable. That is the unforgivable sin, to, to reject Jesus as Lord. You know, I, I read this article, and I want to read it to you about blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. It says, The unpardonable sin today is the state of continued unbelief. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit, continually, currently convicts and un, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, currently convicts the unsaved world of sin, righteousness, and judgment, John 16, 8. To resist that conviction, and willfully remain unrepentant is to blaspheme the Spirit. There is no pardon, either in this age or in the age to come, for a person who rejects the Spirit's promptings to trust in Jesus Christ and then dies in unbelief. If you die in unbelief, if you die rejecting the Spirit's prompting to come to Christ, that is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. It says the love of God is evident, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life, John 3.16. And the choice is clear. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life. For God's wrath remains on him. My friend, the Father is calling. God the Father is calling you. He's calling you to believe in Jesus. He says in Romans, If you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart one believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. You know, in Deuteronomy he says, I call heaven and earth against you. I have set before you life and death, the blessing and curse. Choose life in order that you may live. Choose life. God is calling you to choose Jesus because he has already chosen you. And I hope that if you haven't given your life to Christ yet, that you would take a moment right now and just pray this prayer. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you came and gave your life on the cross to forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins right now. 
come Holy Spirit and live in my heart that I would be born again and from this day forward to live my life for you, with you, in your power and in your strength that when I leave this earth I would be in your kingdom. Give me eternal life as I give you my earthly life. I commit myself to you now and receive you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. If you just did that, my friend, you will never commit blasphemy against the Holy Spirit because you just put your life in Christ's hands and you believe that Jesus is Lord. Live for him as Lord because he lived and he died for you as your Messiah, as your Savior. Well, as you can hear, the music in the background has got to tell you that we're, we're out of time for tonight. I hope you enjoyed the program. I pray that the Lord blesses you and that you'll come back next week and be with us right here on KKLA. Jean Tunchi, Mekastum in Devlesa. God bless you and good night. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.